Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Our gracious Father in heaven, we thank you for again allowing us another week not promised. We thank you, Lord, for getting us through these days, Lord. And we look forward to the days ahead because we'll trust and depend on you. Help us to grow and help us to gain better knowledge, Lord, and wisdom, understanding, Lord, as we grow in your word and our faith and our trust and love in you. Bless us now, those under the sound of my voice who might be going through some things right now. Give them a mind to want to lean to you and not to their own understanding. Give them power, peace in your presence during these times. Oh God, we love you right now. Bless this weak, feeble servant I am. Increase you and decrease me, oh God, so that something is shared to be a blessing to someone out there. Oh God, we love you right now. We trust you, Lord. We believe in you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray it all. Amen. Thank you again for joining in another podcast, uh, number 61, I believe. Uh, we're still in the book of Luke, chapter 24. I just can't seem to get out of this. We've been dealing with the resurrection and, and having a good time uh, since Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, uh, uh, 2021. And uh, uh, the Lord laid on my heart to just go ahead and tip tiptoe through as they would the old preacher would say through this chapter this particular chapter uh, so today we find ourselves in the last few verses chapter 24 again i know our priest uh, spoke last sunday and we had such a good time at church i had to cut it into two but uh, we're going to touch again chapter 24 and um, next sunday i can tell you here we'll be in Acts because today is actually Pentecost Sunday, May 23rd, and uh, I'm going to finish this uh, chapter because at church uh, services will be, our uh, celebration worship will be in this end of chapter. So next Sunday, we'll be posing uh, Pentecost, dealing with the great celebration of Pentecost with uh, Peter. But today we're going to end up again, let's read uh, verses 50 through 53 and um, it gives a uh, peek into Pentecost uh, what Jesus does here he says 
uh, Dr. Luke says, Then he led them out to the vicinity of Bethany and lifted up his hands. He blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and carried up and into heaven. After worshiping him, they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple praising God. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I just want to uh, piggyback from last week again, the same title, I Get It Now. Um, I Get It Now. And uh, you remember last week I mentioned about how inventions have came into existence and made better our worlds, but uh, to describe these inventions of gizmos and gadgets to our younger generation, you would have to actually show them uh, what we were talking about. And showing them a telephone from when I was growing up would can be considered the rotary phone. And you say rotary phone to our kids, and I said that to my children. They look at you funny until you show them what you mean. You can do the little uh, skit that Chris Rock likes to do in his one of his uh shows where he was doing a rotary phone motion by going secular circles with his finger and we all know who my age in your 40s or 30s maybe even you know what he's doing because he's rotating a rotary dial system in order to uh call someone and if you messed up as i told you last week you had to hang up the phone and dial again. Now, our kids won't know what we're talking about. We can do all the search till you show them a actually phone, an actual rotary phone. And then they will say, I get it now. I get why you were doing the circle with your fingers. They would, they would actually, uh, get it. They don't understand. Even with a, uh, back in the day watching TV with rabbit ears and they don't understand what rabbit ears are till you show them. A TV with clothes hangers being uncoiled, sticking out from the TV. And how you sometimes had to stand there with foil on the end to get a reception on the TV. You have to show them. And maybe someone will say, I get it now. I get why you are doing what you're doing because that's what rabbit is. Look like, well, last week I told you that Jesus being, uh, Friends and being uh, the savior for the disciples that were around him, his associates, even uh, his acquaintances, his 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 uh, 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 a team, if you will, uh, they still didn't quite get. He didn't quite understand who Jesus was until the very end. Almost it seems that they would not realize that Jesus was very much God. And as I told you, last week, he tried to tell them, he said, you see me, you see the Father. You, he said, nobody get to God but through me. And and he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody. And he tried to explain this. Peter had a glimpse when he, in Matthew, said, you are the son, the son of the living God. You are him. Peter got it then, but even yet, Peter still went through his uh, that's why I equate Peter with some of our behavior because we more like Peter than we are some of the other disciples because Peter had his highs and lows, his days where he seemed saved and other days where, where was this dude thinking? And Peter revealed in Matthew, what 
Jesus, you are him. Who the prophets foretold. That's what he was saying. And Jesus was trying to convey. You didn't, you didn't get that from yourself. The Holy Spirit, God, put that in you to recognize. And that's what it takes. Peter understood. Peter gathered. But yet the disciples had the troubles of finding that they did not know who Jesus was until we get to this Luke account. Before then, they started realizing he came and he, he dwelt with them after his resurrection 40 days. And that's why today been Pentecost is 10 days um, after his uh, his 40 is 10 days for Pentecost to take place on this Sunday. Uh, revealing that uh, Peter will be standing. That's why I say he's so much like us. He's going to be standing and proclaiming a word on Pentecost. But Jesus came for the day. He ate with them and was born witness to them by many people. And over 500 people saw him and glimpsed, had a glimpse of Jesus alive. And that's what the Bible tells us, what theologians tell us. And here he is about to ascend to heaven. And I just want to lift up a few things real quick that we should be doing. Uh, we should be striving for in our daily walk of thanksgiving to God. To Jesus Christ. And we should get it now that we have gone through some struggles in life and You've had your ups and downs. You should get it by now that the only one who can save us is Jesus. The only one who can deliver us is Jesus the Christ. And we can stand and telefy, testify that God, sure enough, can work things out in our lives. That God can be whoever he needs. We need him to be. For us. So Jesus in verse 50, lifting up his hands, he blessed them. Now you got to watch who you let blessing you. You got to watch who you let lay hands on you. You got to watch who you let pray for you. Uh, because whatever they have going on in their life, sometimes you don't know why things are going crazy in your world, in your mind, because who you letting pray for you? Who you letting bless you? Jesus blessed them. So one, for those keeping up with the notes. And yes, we are blessed. With the Bethany. Jesus blessed him. And while he blessed him, he commanded his benediction to rest upon them. Jesus knew he was leaving. He, that's why I tell folks to stay in the benediction. I told you last week, some people are not blessed. You stay in the benediction. Stay in church till the benediction has been prayed. You don't know what blessing is in that, in the benediction. And in the benediction, you get assurance of favor and protection and grace for the things coming up the weeks and days ahead. That's the benediction. And Jesus pronounced, commanded protection and guidance of God. In the struggles, the trials, the conflicts, the dangers, which they were going to meet in this sinful world. Now, you don't know what you're going to be facing. You don't know how things are going to turn out for whatever particular reason, but if you have faith in God, he will bless you and keep you 
in the midst. <laughs> and while we are, yeah, we are blessed. That's why folks ought to not walk around looking all disdained, disgusted, and discouraged. Because we are blessed. We are blessed because God has deemed it so. Whatever you're going through, you may, it may look like, but you are blessed. I told church last week, some folk got it worse than what you have. We complain. We sit and we are uncontented. We 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 complain and we, we but, but you don't know how blessed you are till you see somebody else. And then when you see somebody else worse off later, they praising God more than you are. But we should act like we are blessed. We should act like we thank God for everything he has done. Even though your hearts may be troubled and things look bad and things look grim and dim, we should not let our circumstances sway our blessedness in God. We should honor God by living in faith. Walking in spirit and truth. Not relying on our own understanding of what's going on. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. And then, secondly, once they realized who they were dealing with, when Jesus ascended, he just, he ascended as the scripture says. <laughs> Bible said he blessed them and he left them and was carried up into heaven. I bet some of them thought said, I get it now. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was. He is God. So when they realized and witnessed what they had seen, they went and worshipped him. Read the text. And they said, after worshipping him, right there. Right, can I can I share with somebody just Worship while you wait. Worship while you're waiting on God to manifest his power in your life. Worship while you wait on God to do what you've asked him to do in your life. Worship while you're sitting and being patiently uh, in a recess mode while God does what he said he's going to do. Just worship while you Wait, you see, worship opens up your understanding of what's going on in your life. Worship helps you to see and realize that you are not in control, but God is in control. See, the the worship, the peace is in the worship. And if you're looking at things in your own flesh, your own eyes, you won't see the spiritual in the physical. You would just concentrate on the problem instead of the problem solver. Sometimes your worship is where your peace is. I tell folk, don't, don't forsake the church. The church is not your enemy. The church is not the one besieging you. The church is not the one causing problems in your life. You ought to come to church and worship the Lord. Matter of fact, worship where you are. They said right here, they worship right there. <laughs> After leaving, then they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. <laughs> see, that's why a lot of folks see they joy less because they not worship full. 
And when you worship, you discover that your joy is not in your circumstances. Your joy is not in people, places, and possessions. Your joy is in your worship. <laughs> Priest Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. And while we're waiting for God's promises, we must go forth to meet them with our praises. Praising and blessing God is work that is never out of season. And nothing better prepares the mind for receiving the Holy Ghost than having some holy joy and praise. So you put your fears away. Your sorrows are sweetened and hopes are kept up when you worship the Lord. Worship, worship tells us God is in control. See, trials uh, help us to realize that God is in control and that nothing that you're going through can separate us, separate you from the love of God. Well, brothers and sisters, we must realize that worship is the key. Worship him through the good times and the bad times. And they worshiped him right there. It's, it's almost like I get it now, so I need to worship. That's what God is doing in somebody's life right now. You need to get it. And when you get it, you understand who he is and what he's done. And then you can't help yourself. Told you about, I can't help myself. I get to can't help it. When I realize that God has done all he's done for me. Worship. Worship while we're waiting. Then thirdly, finally, in the text, Verse 53, and they were continually in the temple praising God. Uh, they were in the temple continually praising God. Somebody out there said continually praising God. All the time praising God. Non-stop. Praising God. That's why this is so close to the Pentecost experience because it's continual praise. When we get there, Lord say the same. Next week we'll see the connection between Luke 24 and Acts. Starting with chapter 1 and 2. You'll see the connection about praising God. That is rooted in hope, experienced in joy, and lived out by worship. Oh, brothers and sisters, while we are waiting for God's promises, we must go forth and act like it's already done. We must go forth and understand that your blessings are directly connected to your praise. You must understand that your blessings are out of an obedience to God because he's commanded us to worship him. And that's why some of us are not where we think we ought to be, where we think we should be. Because God 
is not seeing you praise him like you should. And that's the very kind of obedience that God needs to see in our life. That's the very kind of obedience that God looks for in the life of his people. And I'm going to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that the problems you have were not designed to overwhelm you. The problems you have were not designed to overtake you. The problems you have were not designed to overpower you, but what they were designed for and what God can do with them is bring us closer to him. And that's what worship and praise does. It brings us closer to God. Because when you elicit praise, yeah, you get into a new kind of atmosphere. When you elicit praise, you get into a whole nother level of relationship with him. Because praise helps you understand that you can't do this but only he can. Praise helps you to get a proper perspective. Praise helps you walk all over your problems, not because they are done and gone, because you know whose hand you are holding, and holding his hand will help you get through anything in life. Worship while you wait. I get it now. I don't have to be dreadful about problems every day. I don't have to be looking down and gloomy because of problems every day. But what it should do is help me to praise him more and worship him in spirit and in truth. Matter of fact, if he's done it for you, and I know some of y'all can testify, ought to have three, four, five, six, seven of y'all out there who can testify that he did it for you. Ought to have a few folk who can identify that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, tell me where, where would I be? If it had not been for Jesus on my side, I'd have been lost, I'd have been looking, and I'd have been lacking power from on high. Tell me, where would I be if he brought you through? You owe him some praise. If he made a way, you owe him some praise. If he's working it out, 
you owe him some praise. Somebody say yes, because he paid it all on the cross. Somebody say yes, because he woke up early Sunday morning. Somebody say yes, because he's still in the working out business right now. He's not dead, for he lived my soul. Won't he do it? Somebody say, yes, he will. Won't he make a way? Somebody say, yes, he will. I thank God that he made a way. I thank God that he keeps on listening to my prayer. And if I'm obedient, he will, he will. Work it out for my good. Somebody say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Yes. He will. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.